Hallelujah. Oh, I say hallelujah. I don't feel a certain level of excitement in the house. Well, I'm so excited. And I don't know about you. Because Reverend Abetununu is in the house. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. I mean, maybe you don't know him. That is why you are not so excited. But I have known him for so many years. Hallelujah. Amen. When I came to the church first, it was my pastor. At the safe church. I was safe church. Those years they used to call us YPC. Young People's Church. Today is safe church. Hallelujah. You see, one thing I like about him. And one of the reasons why I brought him here is to show us that there are faithful men in the UD. Hallelujah. Amen. I mean, when we are talking about faithful men, I mean, people who have been through tough times and still are standing as pastors, it's a great example. Hallelujah. Amen. So many years in Tamanu Town. He will come all the way from Dansuman. I mean, can imagine the journey. So every Sundays upon Sundays. Weekdays upon weekdays. And when he comes, most of the time he is first. And then we around those Tamanu Town buggers around. The shoppers around. We will come and meet him. Hallelujah. Amen. He is a great pastor. He is somebody, I mean. Oh, if you are clapping, I mean, clap very well. I mean, out of him has come so many great men of and he's one of the people who has given us great foundations. If I am standing here today, I mean, by the grace of God, he's one of those who trained us and then gave us a very good foundation. And today we can also hold the microphone and then preach the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Is so much anointed. Hallelujah. Amen. I mean, his, his gifts and then what he has done is all over. A lot of people have been blessed from his ministry. And I know that you will also be blessed. I said, today you will be blessed. 
The Bible says in Acts 10.38 How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth With the Holy Ghost And with power Who went about doing good Today somebody God is doing somebody good today I said God will do you good today Through the ministry of Reverend Albert Nunu Hallelujah Now Reverend Albert is one of the senior pastors In our Cornerstone Cathedral Tamar Community 8 A very seasoned man of God Hallelujah Amen. Who has trained so many ministers And today we are all over You know one thing I want you to do is I mean, if you have something that will distract you. If the person sitting by you is going to distract you. Maybe you should change your position. If your phone will distract you from being blessed today. You can come and give your phone to me. I will hold it for you. Hallelujah. Amen. But I need you to be fully concentrated. Because what is coming our way today is so great and so mighty. Hallelujah. And I know that you'll be blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. So with Jesus joy and with excitement, I want us to welcome into our international prophets. The ministry of Reverend Abbott Nunu. On top of your blessings, it's a great blessing and a great privilege to be here this morning to speak to such a wonderful congregation. Well, we thank God for our prophet. Who founded this church? And, the, and by the grace of God, you are also seated here. So by that man's obedience to the call of God, you are seated here in Ashaiman Taifa. Yes. Because of his obedience. I'm also a pastor. So we thank God for his life. And I also bring you greetings from Bishop Sam. Uh, and also our convener, Bishop Mousy, whom I serve under. I thank God for your pastor. Amen. 
He, he was saying, I'm faithful. No, but he's he no more party. faithful. That's why <laughs> I knew where he was coming from. Like he, <laughs> he was like this church. And he rose through the ranks. I know the churches he has been to. This is not his first church. When he was not a pastor. You see where your pastor is coming from. Well, maybe I now suffer every ever. So he didn't start today. So when shall say aye and So I see you also becoming a pastor. I see you becoming obedient to the call of God. As I said, I see you becoming a pastor. Listen. It is the greatest thing that can happen to you. If God gives you Range Rover, one day it will become baller. Somewhere. If he gives you a mansion, one day Ashma will come and say that it is in a waterway. Uh, but when you become a pastor, it is eternal. When you get to heaven, you will sit at a better place. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, I have not started preaching you. Sit down. <laughs> but I thank God for this wonderful privilege. And uh, I am very, very happy to be here. I believe you will be blessed. And God is going to move in this place by his power. Those who need deliverance will be delivered. If you need a breakthrough, you will get it. If there is a mountain before you, it will melt. If you are in the valley, you will stand on the mountain. No matter your situation, God will listen to you today. Are you ready? Let's pray. Can you stand with me? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Open your mouth and begin to thank the Lord. Thank him for his goodness. Thank him for his mercies. Thank him for bringing you this far. Give him praise. Give him glory. Give him glory. Close your eyes and lift your hands with me. Open. Miche madafu sana ye suti oh oh ye madafu pa oh mazini nemo oh Sweet, 
Let your presence fill this place this morning. Holy Spirit, I call on you. Move mightily in this place this morning. Let the wind of your spirit move over your children today. In the name of Jesus, bring healings, Lord. Bring deliverance, Lord. Show mercy, oh God. Favor the cause of your children. Deliver them from evil. Let your abiding presence be with them. In the name of Jesus. Give us a hearing ear and an understanding spirit in the name of Jesus. Cause our ears to open. Cause our eyes to open. In the name of Jesus. Let none live here the same as they came. In the name of Jesus. And we will remember to give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. As we celebrate Proton Convention, when your pastor called me, I said to myself, hey. I didn't even say yes at first. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking about it. So, ah, Proton convention. Proton convention. Ah, okay. Let's see. Then I said, okay. <laughs> Did you realize it? Or oh, you didn't realize it? That it took me some time before I said yes. <laughs> I was thinking. <laughs> then I start asking myself. Now, Lord, what are we going to talk about? Because I don't know what I'll talk about. But since you spoke to me, till today, this morning, God just keep dropping things in my spirit. And then this morning, I have something very short to share with you. And I believe you will be blessed. Amen. Amen. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1. The book of beginnings. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. The Bible says, in the beginning, God. Huh? In the beginning, what? Is it your name that is there? Is it your phone that is there? In the beginning, cars. In the beginning, houses. I said, in the beginning, marriage. In the beginning, what? In the beginning, what? I need you to respond with power. 
The Bible says, in the beginning, God. What does it mean? You see, his name came first. Before any other thing that he created. So, I have a very simple question for you this morning. Why do we put him 30 years? In our lives. Forty-fifth. Forty-fifth. In our lives. One-twentieth. In our lives. Where is God in your life? Is he number one? In the beginning, is it God? Is it God? Or who? For those of us who have beloveds. When you wake up in the morning, no, the brothers. Then her name comes into your mind. In the beginning, Naomi. I say, oh, I say, Naomi. Naomi. Meanwhile, in the beginning, who? In the beginning, God. Hey, this is big. Where you are, Sam Cassie. In the beginning, God. Yes. Why is he in, in our lives? I don't know why you are Why is he in our lives? I don't know why you are. When you are planning your day, where is God? When you wake up, you rise up from bed. Can he be found? We live in the tunnel. Put it, push him aside. Wait, wait, wait. And we are the ones that need his help. The Bible says, by strength shall no man prevail. No matter your educational background, no matter your qualification, no matter your connections, no matter the politician you know, in the beginning, God, God, not your uncle, not your father. Not your mother, not your boyfriend, not your husband, not your wife. But in the beginning, oh yes, in the beginning, God, God planned nicely to have fellowship with us. He created the earth. And he created man. He wanted to have something nice with us. He wanted fellowship. But we are too busy. We are busy. Even when we were not many. When we were only two. On earth. If woke up one day and said, let me take a stroll. And then she met the serpent. The devil. You see, anytime you move, I said that without God. You meet your meter. Look, we are not living in just 
Even in the days we are living in, it's more dangerous. Yeah. When you just wake up and move, very dangerous. Are you listening? So if God up one day and said, oh, let me move about, and then she met the devil, and she said, Sister, we're nice, oh, Hey, Am I speaking to somebody? Ladies, when you go out, don't you meet them? They will start praising you. Your hair is nice. Look at your dimples. Sister, Then something happened. Something happened. The devil deceived her. And she also went home and deceived the husband. And then something happened. Let's go to chapter 3 of Genesis. Look at verse 8. Verse 8. And they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden. In the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of God. That's all I wanted. Adam and his wife when they heard the voice of God the Bible says they hid themselves. And we hiding today. When it is time for church there's something will be doing you. You don't want to come. Tomorrow morning, Pastor will call you and ask you, why didn't you come to church? That is why you are sitting here. And a prayer of real. If he hasn't called you, you wouldn't have come. Listen, we are always running away from God. Why? Because something happened to us that is always pulling us away from God. And it, it, is, it is more dangerous in the days we are living in. It has become more real in the days we are living in. The devil doesn't want you to go any closer to God. He has given us things that will distract us. When you get up from bed, the first thing is your phone. Do I have some missed calls? Okay, no missed calls. Let me check my WhatsApp. Okay, no messages. Let me check Instagram. No messages. Okay, which one again? I, I TikTok, TikTok. TikTok. Let me check TikTok. The most dangerous one. The most dangerous one. You see, all these things are taking away our fellowship 
And we are not hiding. When we hear the voice of God, we want to vanish. We want to hide. We don't want to have anything to do with God. When pastor is looking for people to work in the church, because of these things, we will be hiding. When we share the grace now, for some of us, when they say, let's share the grace, oh, you know. the bag is under her hand. The bag may be kind. says what? And Adam and his hid themselves from the presence of God among the trees we hide among foes things that bring destruction into our lives is what we are embracing But God is changing something in this place. I said, God is drawing your mind to himself. And I am showing, I am pointing you to him. That he must be first in your life. Oh, yes. Yes. If he decides this morning, God forbid, that this is your last breath. Would you be happy? We need a How many of us will be happy to live today? Sir, huh? Oh, Pastor, let him waste more. Oh, I'm not married yet. Let me marry and also enjoy more. But life is not like that. The green leaves are falling. The brown ones are falling. And the very dry ones too are falling. You don't know when. See, all of us sitting here have a birthday. That we know. When it gets to our birthday, we celebrate. Do you know your death date? Do you know your death date? As you stand here, do you know what is going on inside you? Eh? Do you know? Only. So this is the time. So this is the time. When that in the beginning, God, the way He set it, let's go back to it and set our lives in order. Listen, I will not take it for granted that I'm standing here today saying the things I'm saying. Don't take it for granted. God doesn't do things anyhow. Anything he does, he does it purposely. I put your house in order. Don't say I am young. 
thing Paul said that sometimes I'm so happy about this for me to die is gain. <laughs> Where did he get to to say that for me to die is gain? How many of you can say that today? You don't even want to hear who let alone go and say again. But listen to me. All the things that are pulling us. As you sit here this morning, there are things that are pulling you. The cares of this world. Pressures of life. They are pulling you left, right, and down. But I came to tell you that there is a way that you can come out of these pressures. I said there is a way. There is a way. And that way is very simple. Unfortunately, we cannot see it. We are busily looking for non-existent solutions to our challenges. Looking for connections that are not there. Fighting for things that we cannot get. Killing to going to the extent of even Killing. Yes. To get something and be happy in this life. Oh yeah. Don't you hear it all the time on the That people kill. Just to make it in life. When we think about the badness. When we think about the troubles of life. Charlie, this one is survivor of the fittest. Let me do something. So let me move. But brothers and sisters, there is one way. Tell that you can come out of these pressures of life, difficulties of life, lack and want, all the things you are looking for. It's in this one thing. I was had about Oh yes, and I know you have heard it several times. I know. your pastor has been preaching about it all the time. In Matthew, chapter 6, let's look at verse 20. Matthew, chapter 6 and verse 20. The Bible says, but lay up for yourself treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, where thieves do not break through nor steal. Hmm? How many want things? Good Mama things in life. Eh? Listen to what God is saying to you this morning. But don't, don't lay up treasures here on earth. Eh? Go back to verse 18. Let me show you something. 
Okay. Here he was talking about fasting. Go to uh, 19. Go to 19. Okay, lay up for yourselves treasures. Lay not up for yourselves just upon earth. Where moth nor dust rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. Okay, go to 20. Lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. Now, 19 says that, do not lay up these treasures. At his head up, here. Why? Because thieves can break through. You see? But we cannot accept this fact. How many of us accept this fact? God is a very difficult person to understand. The way he does his things, it's some way. Uh, but that makes him God. <laughs> but, see, he's not saying that don't get these things so. Get them, but don't let your heart be there. And what so? Are you listening? Don't let your heart go there. Because one day, they will not be there anymore. But when you die, you will continue to live. That should be the most important thing to you and I. Do you understand what I'm saying? I think I should repeat it again. What we just read. God is not saying, don't get these things. Get them. But don't let it be. Like if I don't get it, I will die. If I don't mark this year, I will stop coming to church. If I don't buy a car, I will stop coming to church. If I don't build a house, I will stop going to church. Listen to me. Whatever your situation, no matter your situation, God cares about you. He thinks about you. You are on his mind. He's thinking about you. The way you want it. That is not how he wants you to get it. That is not how he will give it to you. Look at a God who called somebody at age 75. In Genesis chapter 12. Genesis. When God called Abraham, he was 75 years old. And God gave him promise. But I'm going to give you a son. Hmm. My brother, it took God 25 solid years to bring this one promise to pass. How, how old are you today? That because of one husband that you are looking for, you let God sleep. 
and you are threatening God that you will stop coming to church. God is not saying don't get a husband. No. He will give you a husband at the right time. He will give somebody a husband at 28. He will give somebody a husband at 20. He will give somebody a husband at 25. He will give somebody a husband at 45. That is his choice. He will give your husband at 50. He will give your husband at 60. What are you talking about? Oh, yes. Listen. There was a pastor in Luke chapter 1. Uh, there was a pastor in Luke chapter 1. He has a wife. And they lived for so long. He lived for so long without a chance. And he's always in the house of God. Serving the law. Praying. Praying. Burning incense. In the house of God. And the Bible says, he has no child. You see? But God has a reason. That is the most important part. God has a reason for intentionally shutting the womb of Elizabeth. Oh, yes. Whatever you are going through, listen you are on God's mind. He knows what you are going through. He knows your name. He knows where you live. You might think, oh, I live in some lungu lungu. There is no way God will know this place. I am telling you, if you live in a fox's hole, God knows you. He knows your situation. I said, He knows your situation. And he will not leave you alone. It took Abraham 25 years. And for Abraham, if you he tried to help God. At the point in chapter 16, Abraham tried to help God by giving birth to Ishmael. See? And this is the problem with us. We always want to help God. If the husband will not come, me, I will go and give birth one. So that me too, I'll have a child. Sister, push the next sister sitting by you. And, and tell her be steady. Do you know what you are talking about? Yes. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter uh, 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 11, Hebrews verse 6, the last part, he says, He is the rewarder of them. Diligently seek him. Yeah. He's the rewarder. When you diligently seek God, He will reward you. But the time is not in your hands. Want to me? Chim chim nyamisa. Chim 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 ch
But I can assure you. I said I can assure you. I said I can assure you. I said I can assure you. That if you diligently seek Him, whatever you are looking for, it will come to you. I said it will come to you. I said it will come to you. Time will not permit us to give you powerful testimonies about my life where I grew up we sleep in one room my father and my mother gave birth to 12 children we are 12 5 female 5 male and they died very young they moved us my mother died 19 82 April and my father died January 1983. So you can imagine at that time how old I was. And so when they died, you are on your own. Nobody looks at your face. No mercy for the cripple. If they look at your face, the way your face is looking, they will help you. So you are on your own. You're on your own. I started taking care of myself. So I was living a very hopeless life. There was no hope. I said, hopeless life. As you are sitting there, what you are thinking? That you, your situation, nobody has lived like that. Do you know what somebody has gone? At a very young age, I have to take of myself. Pay my school fees. After school, I go and work. Pay school fees. I wanted to be a doctor. Oh, no. no. Oh, God is God. Situation. Born again. In June. Oh, June. 11th. 11th. 1989. 1989. 11th June. 1989. It's when I got born again. Around 11:30 a.m. 11:30 a.m. At Rex Cinema Hall. Rex Cinema Hall. And that day, I decided in my heart. Let me tell you how I got in my struggles, I was very, I was I have become a very difficult person. When I see people pray in tongues, oh I go and call people, let's come and laugh at them. Let's 
Those days people were speaking in tongues fresh. Those days it was not common. So when I hear tongues, no, I go and call people. Let's come and laugh at them. We, 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 we call them names. People. Eh? But one day, my brother, the one after me, got born again. And he was in the room praying. Then I went to the window. I started listening. I said, hey, hey, this boy, speaking tongues. Jesus Christ. I said, tomorrow, it was a Saturday. I said, tomorrow, I will go and find out in this that church. Whether this boy is speaking tongues to you. That is how I got born again. Nobody, Nobody preached to me. Nobody witnessed to me. But I heard somebody speaking in tongues. These tongues that today you don't want to speak. When you are speaking, you hear your friends coming. It was these tongues that would be saved. See? But as I was saying, life was so difficult. And when I got born again, I said, this thing that I have found, I will hold it to my chest. There was a group that I used to move with. They are radicals. Those days, we are the men in the area. There is a spot at Kolewako. Eh? Do you know Kolewako? Oh, no, none of you here know Kolewako. In Accra, Mercy. There's a spot there. Spot called Yasako. Yasako. We will go there. Yeah, Buy drinks. Yeah, and drink ourselves out. Yes, I can booze and go and buy things. Buy things and share to people. I'll buy them my money will finish. In the morning, they will come and collect the rest. It's all good. It's all good. Hmm? So when I got born again, this guys came around. Is that funny? We give you three days. That rather energized me. I said, you people, I will show you something. When I wake up in the morning, in my room, these tongues, they don't hear a word. They don't let them sleep in the house. 
One of the elderly women in the house. She went to tell my brother. Because because of what they have told me. I don't mean I said God. I said I will die with him. I said I will die with him. I will die with him. Oh yes. Amen. And I am dying with him. I am dying with him. And you better die with him. Don't die for a husband. Die for God. Don't die for a wife. Don't die for God. In the beginning. You see? I just made up my mind. God. And nothing else. I remember when we were called and made elders. Like shepherds. Those days we call it elders. I'm so happy. They trained us. He said we should go and start churches. Can you imagine? The first place we chose was Doyumu. How many of you know Doyumu? I've been coming all the way from I was in Dansoman then. From Dansoman Every Sunday and every Wednesday, every Saturday, and the people around me. Because they don't see what I see. They don't have what I have. Brothers and sisters, I am announcing to you today that what you see, they shouldn't see. When they tell you, I come down, I the other, I If they tell you, you go to church, oh, go to church. sleep. Today they are asleep. At rest. Listen, I have never regretted one day. To live for God. As you sit here this afternoon, make a decision. That my life belong to God. And you will never regret. When you are dying. Huh? You didn't hear that one. I said, don't wait when you are dying. Don't wait when you are dying. They say, Pastor, what can I do? Should I go and do evangelism? Should I come and preach? Should I do a basenta? Should I join a basenta? When you are dying, and one of your liver is falling, and you know that you have a few days to live. This is the time you want to serve God. It will be too late. I said it will be too late. I said it will be too late. Listen, 
This God that we serve has never disappointed. Yes. The only problem we have is that we want him. We want him to do it. So oh yeah. At our time. At our time. But he is he doesn't also work like that. He would do it in his time. In his time, he makes all things. He makes all things. He makes all things. He makes all things. What? Beautiful. I said beautiful. Oh yes. As for that one, I can assure you 100 percent that whatever he has said concerning your life will come to pass. But there is a condition. That in the beginning, God. In the beginning, God. In the beginning, God. In the beginning of your decisions. Do you consult him? Hmm? Do you consult him? You want to take a decision? You start coming to church late. Want to show the pastor? microphone show him something. Today I won't go. Then you ask your friend, will you go? If you won't go, I won't go. And you think you are doing the pastor? You are delaying your moments of truth. Are you listening to me? You are not being the pastor. And you are not showing the pastor. Today I won't go. Yes, up to you. We shall see who will suffer. Hey, hey! I said in the beginning, God. Where have you put him? Have you put him? Where you stand today? Where you stand today? Is God benefiting from your life? He created you for a purpose. And that purpose has been distorted. So today as you sit here, it's up to you to make amends, to make adjustments, to align yourself with God. Pastor, he said, Pastor, how can I do it? It is very simple. Number one, be kind. As you put your house in order, check your prayer life. You busy. You don't have any relationship with God. Prayer life is late. 
relationship with God. It's not when you are going there and people are hearing you. He carry and all of Break a day. Yatuka tuka tuka ya. Makutu kutu kutu kaya Yada 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 yada. It's no prayer. Yapaye. Prayer is your quiet moment. That's empire. No, yeah, yeah. Umbra. Your quiet relationship with God. You must have an intimate relationship with God. All of us here are not adults. But I was speaking parables. I'm a coward, bro. If you want to have an intimate relationship, do not do it in the open. Oh, yeah, married couple. I'm talking about married couple. Don't bring yourself. If you are not married, come and listen to me. The uh, uh, pastor says you should go and have intimate re- relationship. To bring yourself this afternoon. I'll deal with you, Bia. So I'm saying that when you want to have an intimate relationship, do not do it in the open. Oh, yes. And that intimacy it's what you have to have with God to amend, mend that relationship you put him first you consult him in the morning he's the first person you call not the one who has promised to connect you to that politician. And yet they are watching us. They said they are going to be honourable. So when you wake up, no honourable number. Oh, sorry, honourable. Have an intimate relationship. There must be intimacy. Uh-huh. Your mind must be stayed on God. I said, why can I? Your mind. Why can I? I do not know that. I do not know that. It must be stayed. On God, as I said, to me, I want your mind, what you need, and then your heart, and then Wakuma, your mind, and then your heart, and then Wakuma. Ah, when you have relationships, is it your heart? Oh, okay, that you have with, with. Aya Wakuma. See the guy, then your heart will be beating. Pop, 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 pop. When the brother comes to church, then you, 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 your, your heart starts, you start shivering. If it's a message, you don't listen to the message. Because you have seen Rambo. Rambo has come to church. You are waiting for the pastor to finish. So you, you go and talk to him. You see, that feeling, that feeling, that heartbeat, that was the, the young man that, eh? that feeling that was the young lady is what I'm talking about that feeling is what you must have with God when we come we say I love you I love you love it's not love you can say it with your mouth but your heart is that feeling Saturday morning hey, Sunday morning Sunday morning hey I must be the first to come to church sorry oh yes it should be it must be a competition I'm telling you see the way we treat God that is how he, he will treat us. He's coming to church. 
Serving the Lord in the afternoon. Serving the Lord in the evening. But he has a problem. Oh yes. And you know how I problem. But it didn't affect his service to God. It did not. It did not. Small problem you have.
Let God know you. Say, yeah. Mother in the house of God. They said, When you don't come to church, we should be worried. Say, one man said, Yes. Not that when you come, you don't come gradually. say, we shouldn't say that about you. We shouldn't say that if you don't come, it should pain us. I said, one by the to me, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. And if you don't come, I said, what? It should pain us. I said, one by the said to me, yeah, yeah, yeah. It should pain pastor that you didn't come. I said, you're so full. I said, ah, I'm so bent in one So have that personal relationship. I said, I'm going to get a heartbeat with God. Then I'm going to get a so number one is your prayer life. God. When I was talking about prayer, and I said, "Oh, it's not a shouting. The shouting too has its time." The groaning is too have its time. The corporate prayer too have its time. But your quiet relationship with God. That's what to mend and align your life. With God. Number two, they are told me, be spiritual. There is too much carnality in the church today. Too much. We don't care about anything. I said, fire. God doesn't do things by two. If he can feed 5,000 people so about to my, my with five, five loaves of bread and two fishes, if he can multiply it so about to, to feed 5,000, at the end of the day, he will ask the people, gather up the crumbs, there will be no waste. Then he should tell you that. to me catch you. say, God is a God of order. Are you listening? Amen. God is a God of order. He doesn't want any of his children to go waste. So anything you will do to please God, do it, my brother. Do it, my sister. Be spiritual. Hallelujah. Amen. Be spiritual. When people are carnal, makes life difficult. Oh, yes. Carnality. Hmm? You are following everything and anything. When they say hook up, you are inside. When they say hook up, you are inside. 
When they say this, you are inside. When they say by hairdressing, you are inside. I'm aware you are there. Show your breast, you are there. Canality. Saying the wrong things. Quarreling. You are always quarreling in the choir. That's a don't be a choir when you pour him. Why? We must have munju. We have issue with the church. You have become a yellow tazan. That's a yellow tazan fighting everybody. That's a problem. You be a choir. Hey. Don't be, don't be carnal. That's a man. Don't be carnality. I said to me, you know, if you are spiritual, I said, when you know what, you will not be quarreling. I be uncle, eh? You will not be doing hookup because your hookup life has become too difficult. I said, hey, you are doing. I just selling your soul off. I said, oh, Tom Okra, selling yourself. Oh, Tom Okra. Don't let any difficulty. Push you into that. phrase push you into that. When you walk with somebody, you see that this is the lifestyle. I am a Christian. I cannot go that low. Tell your neighbor, be spiritual. Number three. Number three. Number three. Do the work of the Lord. Matthew chapter six. Matthew Humano verse thirty-three. He says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. All the struggles of life, the difficulties, the pain, any difficulty you are going through, there's only one solution. Seek first God's kingdom and its righteousness. And all the things you are looking for, and you are not getting, God will just hand it to you. Listen, I have seen these things practically in my life. Are you listening? Amen. I said, I have seen these things practically in my life. In Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, uh, the Bible says that God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you can think. Or imagine, according to his power, that works you. Listen to me. When you work for God, 
all these things. All the struggles. You will see the fruit. platter. Oh, are you listening to me? It's not enough just to sing in the church. I sing. Oh, I do something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, more. I said to me, I can't be diligent. I I can't be diligent. That your mind can think imagine. He would give it to you. Say or the Give them to you. Or the He'll give them to you. Or the I never imagined once that I can even buy one block like this. Like I mean, you did this to block cement block. Cement block. Where? I told you where I was coming from. It was a very hopeless life. So I have never imagined that one day. I used to be a houseboy in somebody's house. And he, he used to send me to go and buy cement to his site and things. And one question I used to ask myself. When I look at the price of cement. Cement, when I look at myself, I ask myself, will I ever buy cement? Cement me at But this God, I said this God, He did it exceeding, exceeding, abundantly, above what I can imagine. See how, much, how small my imagination was. But God did it to exceed my imagination. When I built my first house at Wager, I said I have arrived. What my father could not do, he has done for me. After singing that song, and I joined the bandwagon, I said, I'm going to do church. I will close my shop and come to church. When people are looking for me and I said, I've gone to church, they start insulting me. I said, I'm crazy. I will do it. You see, at the time, I thought I was losing. I thought I was losing. Because of what people say. I can't Because what I was doing, nobody pays me. That's the church pay you. I'm sorry, you to When you take the offering, do you take it to your house? That's how far for the I started pastoring uh, from 
the year 2000. This is 2024. I'm not taking one CD from the church before. But as I diligently follow this God and do what He expects me to do, I have never planned that I will come and stay in Tema. But I also bought a land in Tema. And I built a house in Tema. And I lived in Tema. And in 2017, I moved to Tema. I also own part of Tema. You see, so you cannot limit what God can do with your life. When you look at your life, then you get discouraged. discouraged. When you become diligent, so you share your compassion and you give your heart to Him. And you follow Him diligently. That is when it will come. Oh yes, yes, yes. Those days, it, it looks like I was losing. Because when you close your shop, people come and they don't see you. If they are bringing you money, when they go, they take their money away. But it didn't deter me. I was not bothered. I know who I have believed in. I know who God I have believed. And he is the same yesterday. He is the same today. And he will be the same forever. or think according to the power that worked in us 
There is a power that is working in you. If you are not aware, today and then, no. That there is a power at work in you. I said there is a power at work in you. That is able to do. To exceed your expectations. Oh Jesus. God is elevating somebody here. I said God is elevating somebody here. Promotion is coming. I hear promotion. I hear promotion. Lift your hands to God. Jesus. Jesus. Just begin to thank the Lord. Thank him. Say thank you to him. 